Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 120 of the Kick It With Cool Card Show. I am your host, Cool Card. Yes, last week we had a great show. Uh, this week, uh, I have someone who was coming on. His name was, he goes by the name of KG. Um, he's a crypto founder. He has um, some crypto called Internet Money. And uh, he had to cancel last minute. So what we're going to do tonight the show must go on. The show must go on. What I'm going to do tonight, I'm just going to highlight some of the interviews, some of the good conversations that I've had, and all the conversations are good, but I'm going to highlight some of the people that I've had come on here uh, and just play their interviews and just do it like that, man. We're going to we're gonna do... And you know what? Honestly, I'm glad this happened. I'm glad this happened because I'm going to start doing this, actually. Some of my episodes, I'm going to go back down memory lane and I'm going to highlight some of the art, some of the not some of the artists, some of the guests that I've had on here, um, because I've had some amazing guests, amazing conversations from all different walks of life, people that I never even knew I would be talking to. You know what I mean? Like seriously, just amazing. So I'm gonna start doing that like every so often because I got a hundred. This is 120 episodes, so it's a lot. And I know you guys, you probably haven't caught every single episode, and you probably haven't gone down my playlist on YouTube to see all of the people that I've interviewed. So what better way to bring you, you know, some of the guests that you haven't seen. All right. All right. So um, <laughs> I'm going to start it off like with uh, Michael Blackson. Now, if you know, haven't gone outside, haven't turned on the TV, um, you know, live like a hermit, then maybe you don't know who this guy is. But Michael Blackson, very funny comedian, um, got his start on Friday, the movie Friday. You know the scene. Um, I can't get jiggy with this, you know. Uh, but yeah, he's gone on to do great things in his career, man. He's had a long-lasting career, over 20 years, I do believe, over 20 years. So yeah, he's done some great things in his career. He's still doing great things. He was just in Coming to America, the new Coming to America uh, with Eddie Murphy, Arsenio, and so on and so on, James Earl Jones. Um, yeah, so he's doing great things, man. He's still on tour. He's still touring. But yeah, during the pandemic, I reached out to his manager. And uh, it was just a whim, man. I reached out to his manager, spark, you know, spark conversation, um, and they blessed me, man. They blessed me, and I'm forever indebted to them for you know just blessing me and giving me the opportunity to interview him. I didn't know how I was gonna go. I just shot my shot, and there we go. So you know, uh, but me and his manager, we kind of, you know kind of keep in touch here and there now. So it's cool, man. It's it's um. It's lingering, I'll say. It's lingering. So, but yeah, without further ado, let me just go ahead and jump into this little excerpt of Michael Blackston's interview. It was a great interview. Um, I don't know if I told the story, but I did say this before. So, my angle for his interview was to basically get him on here and just talk about life and things that matter to him and not just about the funny. Because every interview he does, you see him just cracking jokes. It's about the funny. So, I wanted to, I wanted him to talk about something that was like near and dear to him that you know, meant a lot to him and he didn't have to, you know, just feel comfortable. He didn't have to crack funnies all day. You know what I mean? So, and I think I accomplished that. So yeah, man, I mean, you be the judge. So let's get into it. This is Michael Blackson. Check it out, y'all. Yeah. Social media definitely changed my life. Uh, it definitely, because when it's, when it, when it came out, I jumped on it early enough, you know, start out on Twitter from Twitter. I was able to get a YouTube show and from YouTube I'm able to do this and from from Twitter between Twitter YouTube and like Instagram and Facebook that's probably how I end up in the in, in coming to America too 
Right. That's how Eddie got to see me. You know, I'm right. sure he watched me back on Comedy View back in the day, but I found out you still have to keep yourself relevant. Nobody, nobody, if you're not relevant, nobody's trying to fuck with you. Nobody's checking. Period. You have to stay relevant. Absolutely. Now, you talk about timing, right? Do you feel that it's the same timing that you use on stage that you would use for jokes on screen, on set? Is that? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, man. My, definitely. That's why a lot of time, a lot of sitcoms or movies, they like stand-up comics because we could use that timing. The delivering a joke is so important, you know? Yeah. Um, and definitely, when I, when I do scenes in movies, I want to be able to like make it my own where I could deliver the joke the way I want to deliver it because I know this it works for stand up and I know it could work for movies as well. It's the same audience sitting down watching the screen. Right. So definitely at the same time, and that's why a lot of time comedians, you know, become TV show stars because of the timing and the delivery. Absolutely. You know, every major sitcom was a stand up comic. Right. Every major sitcom from Martin to you know, and they <laughs> all you know, all comedic all of them, all just people that just brilliant enough to deliver a joke like Will Smith you know yeah with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air he did a really good job with that you know and then of course you got like you know Martin and who did Steve Harvey See, everybody. every stand up comic that... almost had a sitcom yeah. because everybody you could deliver the jokes absolutely absolutely what about Netflix I know you were talking about trying to get a Netflix deal and you were going to shoot it yourself do the work yourself and then just wait for them to come around like is anything in the works on that well you know I was <laughs> Right as soon as I thought about shooting it, some crap happens. It always uh, COVID happens, you know. But I think um, I'm pretty sure we should be able to do something really, really soon. I think we should be going back to hopefully. I mean, even if I, if I have to shoot it in a smaller venue, right? But I'm going to definitely try to make something happen before the year ends. Definitely. Okay. Now I got a question for you that maybe you can help some of the up and coming comics. So back in the day when you were first getting in the business, how did you deal with feeling like you were overlooked for an opportunity you felt you were qualified for? Oh man, it's just so much politics in this game, man. <laughs> so many politics. I mean, back in my day, we did a lot of talent shows. I remember this one talent show I did and I knew for a fact I want the comedy comedy segment of it. And but and unfortunately I did it. You know, it was it, with the guy that won it was nowhere as funny as I, I was. Right. And but his management company helped put that contest together. Is why he won it. Right. You know. So in this, this I believe, man. I believe like when God says your time, it's your time. Can nobody stop when your time comes? You know. And I I say it all the time. Even if I would have blown up back in like the late '90s when I started, if I would have became a star then. My career probably not over by now. You never know. Yeah. You wait on God's time. Absolutely. You know, that's the wait on God's time. Just at the same time, you gotta keep working hard at your craft. If it's meant to be, it will happen. Don't get lazy. Don't just sit back and wait for something to happen. You gotta keep going. You know, you keep if you're a comic, you keep going on stage. If you're a singer, you keep finding an open mic, you keep singing. You know, if you're an actor, you keep auditioning. You keep um reading scripts. You don't stop. Hard work put God first and when it's your time it's going to happen if it doesn't happen it wasn't meant to be Every everybody's not meant to be a star yes indeed everybody's not meant to be a star y'all and I know nowadays everybody wants to be a star YouTube Instagram TikTok 
all the social media has got everybody wanting to be famous, wanting to be seen. Mike just said a word right there. But thank you, Michael Blackson, if you ever see this video. <laughs> thank you, brother, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. That was definitely a highlight of the Kicking with Cool Car Show. One of the highlights of the Kicking with Cool Car Show. Uh, he blessed me, blessed me with his presence on here. And, uh, you know, it was all good, man. We had a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. But um, this next individual, he goes by the name of Franco Castan. I had him on. I forget which episode I had him on. But he's a good friend of mine. Um, he's He's a working actor. He's, he's doing great things. His his resume is extensive. And I uh, had him on, you know, just kicking it, get, you know, kicking some game, kicking some game, man. And uh, I, I'm like a sponge with this guy because he he's so grounded, so natural. And uh, as you know, I'm an actor as well. But this guy books, I'm telling you, books all the time, like to a point he doesn't work, he doesn't work a nine to five anymore. You know, he's really a working actor. Uh, so yeah, I'm honored to have, have had him on the show and to just be able to come on here and just spill these nuggets, man, because a lot of us, like myself, like an actor, I need that, you know, I need to hear that. So I'm, I was getting game while I was interviewing a guy. So man, listen, so if you're an actor and you have not seen this episode, I'm going to figure out which episode this is, but if you have not seen this episode, make sure you go back and you watch the whole thing because he's dropping gems, really dropping gems. So. Y'all check it out. Franco Castan. Flight training came from a void within my own career. Yeah. So what happened is it allowed me to focus on flying. I was able to condense roughly four years of training into two years of training. But what that did, oh, wow. and this is what's the crazy thing, is it made me a better actor. And that's something that I think a lot of people need to hear is that if you focus entirely on just being an actor, uh, whatever that is, then you might be robbing yourself. And there is something to be said for people who take up other disciplines, other interests, other hobbies, if you will. And flight training was simply a hobby that I turned into something professional. Mm -hmm. uh, by getting my per commercial license, but it was, I, I put so much focus into flight training and me going, oh, okay, well now if I want to, I can just go into uh, uh, working for a company that does charter flights and I can, I'm sure I can find a job, you know, sitting right seat as like a first officer in some sort of charter airplane and I could just start a career that, that allowed me to walk into audition rooms and not free. really, what's that? Feeling free. Exactly, exactly. I was able to go and just deliver a performance without really worrying whether or not they were going to hire me because it's okay, I was going to be a pilot anyways. Yeah. And, and that really, and now here we are talking, I'm, I'm not a professional pilot. And why is that? Why is it that now I've left, you know, aviation sort of, I put that on the back burner. And that's simply because of my, my career in, in, film and TV started to take center stage, I started to book more mm -hmm. simply because I started focusing on something else. Yeah. You've started living life and experiencing life, life experiences, because I know something to be true as an artist um, all around. You know, I used to do music. So, you know, you, of course, writers get writer, writer's block. So the best thing that you can do 
is just put it down. Don't worry about it. Don't force it. And just go live your life. Go experience things. Go go hiking. Go camping. Go yeah. do all sorts. Because you got to get these life experiences. And then it fuels those creative juices. It brings it back around. Because if you live in that rut, you may never come out of that rut. And you you more than likely, you're not going to be successful. Because now you're hanging on that. And you're like, oh, I got to make this work. I got to have this. And I, I, I'm telling you, you're speaking the gospel right now with that acting because and this is something DeJour and I talked about too and he 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 experienced the same thing it's like sometimes you just gotta set it down and you gotta go and make life happen in other places so that when it comes back around when you do feel like you wanna get back in that room you know you can go in there feeling free like you said you did because it's like this you go in there and you can ask yourself hey guess what do I, what if I don't book this? Well, I could still pay my car note. I could still go on trips. I could still go out and eat. I could still provide for my family. I could still just be happy. I still got people that love me. So if I don't book this, it doesn't change anything about who I am or the way I'm living my life. If I do book it, great. It could take me in a whole nother career path on a whole nother career path or or traject me out to be whatever I'm trying to be in this acting realm. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But you're not walking in there with that burden on you. Like, man, I just need the book. I need this to happen. I want it to happen. Cause we all get there, you know, yeah. especially yeah. when we're younger and, and, and newer, you know, new on new into the acting. It's like, I gotta have this. I, I want this. I want this for me. Every audition is like critical, you know what I'm saying? And then you really worry about what the what the casting director, what the directors, producers think about you. Well, guess what? When you don't have that burden on you, you don't give a damn what they think. All you yeah. need to know is that I'm going to go in here and put in good work. Yeah, that's it, man. I just went in there and just... It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I mean, I, I you know, we, we touched on this, you know, before, uh, you know, I wasn't going up there and putting in shit work. It was just, I was going in there and putting in work that um, maybe there was just a layer, another layer that was lifted off of me because I had that, that something in my back pocket. I knew mm-hmm. this wasn't it. This wasn't all everything. It, it wasn't all or nothing with this uh, odd. My man, Frank Go Castan. Yes, 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 man. Brilliant mind, brilliant mind, brilliant actor. He offers so much, so much knowledge and so much information. Um, man, just an honor to have had him on here. I'm probably gonna have him back on here because I'm telling you, he's always booking, always working. You can never, you can never get enough information about something like acting. You know, uh, it, you you always need a refresher, just like you always need to be in class. I need to get my behind back in class. I haven't been in class in a while, so I, I definitely need to go and sharpen my steel and my iron. All right, uh, and work with some of the great actors that I know, you know, because you sharpen each other. All right, this next guest, she, I've had her on here actually three times because she was a part of a, actually she styled uh, the cast of a web series called By The Way. Uh, it's a group of individuals, young ladies, man, they're phenomenal. They're all very talented. And I think I've interviewed the entire crew, but she did the styling and the costumes for, um, by the way, the the web series. So she was on here with them. She was on here twice with her, you know, for herself because she's been doing amazing things. So the first time I'm going to play the first interview, an excerpt from the first interview. The first time she came on here, she was budding. 
she had worked with some people in the industry but now man since then she's been on like two different big tours she's about to go on another big tour in june uh she's man i'm telling you i think she styled i think she just helped style uh queen latifah for i think the oscars maybe i think it is or something like that but yeah she's working with a lot of people man her name is buzzing she's doing great things and actually she's probably like the one she's probably like the one guest that keeps in touch with me the most um because like i said they it's just a group of girls man a group of women who are just so talented and i met her first and then she introduced me to everyone else so she keeps in touch with me the most and she you know she hits me up for like industry uh, advice and stuff like that so um she's a real cool person but yeah let me give her her flowers and um show her interview man great great stuff but she is a fashion stylist all right if i didn't say that so check her out first moment like i was like okay now it's like this is real okay so for for a stylist what would you i don't know what would you <laughs> what would you say is like the pinnacle like where do you go like where are you aiming to go as a stylist i'm just i'm at like, like it's a genuine question because i don't know like i i did music you know you want a grammy you want to perform at the super bowl you know type of stuff like that so in that regards like what what's the pinnacle for a stylist what would be your dream i don't want to say gig because like you're you're an entrepreneur but what would be the the dream situation for you like the first thing I will possibly blurt out in true LA fashion is like working with Beyonce because I love her. Okay. But <laughs> but like honestly, it would be the pinnacle for me is being able to not only be an entrepreneur but help people get where I, like I'm trying to go. Like, mm, okay, do that's, that's where I want to be. Like my my purpose is to help people who like hate their jobs like yeah. I know that feeling so I want to be able to bring people to my team where they can be happy because I've seen what it's like to work for somebody yeah. and push people's dreams but I want to help people push their dreams as well and I want to be able to do that comfortably like I want to buy my mom a, a big house right. and you know stuff like that and be able to travel and not have to you know work no, those normal worries I know they come but that would be like when I say, okay, I've, I've done it. Cause now I'm a household name. I can style who, who would I say is like that? I'm drawing a blank, but like Cardi B's wardrobe stylist. I feel like he's like, he's one of my goals. Like okay. he's, he can go to Louis Vuitton and be like, I want this for Cardi B. And I want you guys to make her a custom. Like okay. I want to be able to do that because I feel like I don't want my, clients to be in just the regular i want them to be like this is a one of one right yeah so that that would be when i i made it you don't want you don't want them in what everybody at the club is rocking i don't want them looking like the poster board for louis vuitton i want them to look like you know yeah. like wow that's their signature look but a brand sponsored and did that because of who that person is and who i am so let's say this your pinnacle would be being Beyonce's personal stylist, of course. <laughs> but let's talk Beyonce. that. Let's talk that up. You gotta put that out there in the universe. You're right. You're right. Beyonce. 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 Yeah. It can happen. You're right. It can happen. For real. Just keep doing. I, I mean, I, I love your work from what I've seen. So, man, just keep going. I'm trying. I am really trying. 
for 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 stylists, I know for an artist, you know, I act used to do music right so when i when i was being creative with music like it would just come to me in the middle of the night you know you can't force it you can't put a time limit on it um you 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 see colors you see you know i got a very colorful mind so i see colors i see different things that just inspire me and i can't explain it to anybody but it, it is what it is so for a stylist like how how do you get that sense of style because everybody doesn't have it and, and I know, I know, I know other stylists, you know, they never went to school. Doesn't sound like you went to school for that, but you got a sense of style. Like, where does that come from? What do you see? How do you know what goes together? How do you, how can you pull something from here and over there and make it work? Kind of like, um, I was talking to somebody and I was like, well, you know, as a chef, like, how do you know what this sauce is going to go with that? And it's, mm. it's the new thing. How do you know? Oh, I can take this and put it with this, and I've never seen that before, but it works, and everybody's like, "Oh, I love that." Where does that come from? You know, that's a really good question. It's like sometimes it'll be—I'll give you a couple examples. Like if I'm doing a music video, I'll play the song over and over because I love music. I love music. I feel like if I wasn't a wardrobe stylist, I would do something in A and R. Like I just love music, so. I'll listen to a song over and over. I'll play it in my head. And it's almost like I can see the music video. I see what they're supposed to be wearing. And I'll be like, oh, this will be a cool idea. And like, especially if I'm working with somebody who's also a creative, we'll sit and talk. And by then we've probably seen the whole music video before it happened. Me and my friend always laugh because we'll hear a song and we'll be like, this is a Grammy song. And this is how they will look. This is how they'd be dressed. This is how it would appear. And this is how the the staging would be like, I think about, I think about more than just clothes. I think about the setting, the background, mm-hmm. the emotion I want to portray, the lighting, like all of that kind of just plays in my head. So kind of like you, like I see in colors, like I'll be like, Ooh, yeah. let me remember this. Like I'll just play it out. So sometimes it'll just, honestly, it's a gift. Like it just comes to me. Like I can't explain, like I don't sit and study I or I don't, I don't look at magazines every day. I don't Pinterest every day. Like, like some people think that I'm just going through my phone. Like, like no. Sometimes I'll be sitting there. I'll be like, ooh, I want to wear this. I want to do that. Or I'll watch a music video and something will pop out. Mm-hmm. And I'll gain inspo. Or I'm walking down the street or driving around. I'll be like, ooh, I want to shoot here. It's just my surroundings. And I'm just, yeah. I'm always like, ooh. Like, I got ADD when it comes to that. It'll be like, ooh, I should. Yes, Lord. That, my friends, is La, L.A. or La, however you want to pronounce her name. But yeah, man, she's a she's a great individual and she is doing some great things and having some great clients come her way. God is good. Manifestation is real. She is putting in the work. She is doing in the work. Just remember, you guys, manifestation does take work. You still have to do the work. You can't just wish it, wish upon a star or, or think it and, and shall, it shall be. No. You have to do the work. And she is actually doing the work. Um, Yeah, man. Like, her whole crew is doing the work. And if you go back and check out some of my episodes, you will see. I'll I'll give you a rundown. You want to check out Diani Rijay. You want to check out uh, Sarai. She goes by Funny Sarai on Instagram. And you want to check out Jessica Simone. I'm telling you. Doing great things, man. And they're all very talented. Like, Jessica Simone, she has her own web series as well called I'm Bay. 
And uh, Sarai is the creator of the By The Way web series. Just funny, man. And she's a comedian. She's Sarai is a comedian, too. And Diani's a comedian as well. And she, yes, she's a model. She's a hand model. She's a foot model. And she is actually a comedian and an actress as well. I don't know if Jessica does uh, stand-up or not, but yeah. But yeah, just a great group of girls, man. And um, can't wait to see what they're going to do in the future, too. Because I, I guarantee you... I guarantee you these web series will, you will see them, Netflix, Tubi, somewhere, you will see them on another platform other than YouTube. So, um, yeah, can't wait, man. But hey, guys, I really appreciate everybody that's tuning in. Um, Like I said, you know, have someone cancel on me tonight. Hopefully we can get him back on. He goes by the name of KG. He is a crypto, he's a founder of a crypto coin or blockchain, shall I say, called internet money as well as i think he has his hands in post chain as well i'm not really sure i wanted to ask him about that i wanted to see what he was um his involvement in post chain uh and hex and all of that and some great stuff going on in crypto man if you have not tapped into crypto let me tell you you see this face that, that should tell you everything if you have not tapped into crypto you got to get on it and, and do some homework, all right? Because it's, it's a real thing. A lot of people don't think it's a real thing, but it's really a real thing. So do your homework on that crypto, y'all. But listen, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I ain't going to hold you too long tonight. Just wanted to do a little highlight, a little highlight reel of uh, some of the episodes. Like I said, I will be doing this in the future too. So I'm kind of glad this happened because I want to highlight the guests that come on my show and I, I got a list. I got 120 episodes and I know you guys are not going to go and watch every episode. I already know. I already know. But uh, <laughs> so if I can double back and bring some people back around and kind of highlight them and show, you know, show off what they do, what they do and um, what they got going on and everything. And then you can get some gems as well, because I guarantee you I've interviewed somebody that can be a value and a resource to you. This is what I do it for. I do it for you guys. Can't do it without you. So I do appreciate anybody that's looking at me talk right now. I appreciate you. Don't think I take it for granted. Um, hey, I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time without fail. Haven't missed a show in two years and I'm not about to start now. So I'm here. All right. Even if I got to talk about my life and we just kumbaya, you know, talk about talk about faith god love whatever i'm here to kick it bring you some value all right till next time y'all peace and love i appreciate y'all tuning in once again it's cool card you know where i'm at every tuesday night 10 p.m eastern standard time kicking it with somebody bringing you that value we out of here peace <laughs>